Welcome to the Overstated NFL Show, featuring Mike Lavery. I learned with the proper way to fold clothes. Steve Sabatini. This could be bad, Steven. This could be bad. Steven Reinman. They're not doing anything really well, but they're also not doing anything really bad. Joanna Johnson. I'm going to receive a lot of hate for this. Jason Oliva. When am I ever going to make a little uh, a bare paper towel holder ever again? And Bryce Finson. I would have liked the extra hour or two of sleep. The overstated NFL show. Are you ready? Let's go! Welcome to the overstated NFL show. Our first episode of the new rebrand. I'm your host, Mike Lavery. And today, I'm joined by, like always, Stephen Ryman. What's going on, Stephen? Mike, what's up? We finally get to do our football podcast together. I know. I can already see the issue that Brett and Steven were having with their, <laughs> with, I don't know, can you see the audio lines going different speeds? Oh, yeah. Yes, we might have to fix this in post, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled. We got a we got a new logo, we got new intro, and we're really ready to roll. We got a, a good squad. So, I already messed up with the intro because I was too busy rambling about our recording <laughs> software that isn't working. So I hope everyone's just as pumped up as we are for this first episode. So we're going to do three pods a week between the two of us, Steven, Joanna, Bryce, and then Jason will do the fantasy one. So between us and them, we're going to do each week a recap, a preview, and a fantasy show. And we might be working on a video show too. So I'm excited, Steven. Yes, I'm I'm so excited to get even more podcasts going <laughs> plus on top of the other one we already have. Yep. We're gonna this episode's the recap of week six. We are gonna do them basically in order of how they aired. Uh so the first one is the Tampa Bay Bucks twenty eight against the Philadelphia Eagles, twenty two points, twenty eight to twenty two. Do you have any specific takeaways from this game? I actually didn't watch one second of this game because it's Thursday night football, but you know, Bucks keep on rolling. Do you not watch Thursday nights because you don't like the program or it just doesn't work in your schedule? I think it's more the principle of the matter. I'm okay. not, I'm not going to watch football on Thursday. I'm always against it. Even whenever the Texans played this year, I like followed it on my phone. I didn't watch the actual game itself. Yeah, well, it wasn't as close as the score made it seem. No, that's what I heard. You know, I was really high on Hertz last time I recorded. <laughs> I I thought that he, you know, he at least showed enough to be the guy going forward. And this was a big step back from that week. Um, his quarterback rating was 39.7, which, uh, you know, was, was half of what Brady's was. Same was his, his rating. I don't know if between QBR and rating, but. Either way, you look at it, Brady played twice as well as Hertz did. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, Hertz is lucky to have that, you know, that Brady only played twice as well as him. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the numbers look even more impressive than just the ratings. And obviously, Hertz did outrush Brady by 43 yards, but, uh, yeah. And he, he had two rushing touchdowns. So he, he, Accounted for all three of their touchdowns. Passed one, ran two in. You know, there's not a lot to say from this game. My my biggest takeaway that the question I want to talk about was which team we thought this said more about. Since you didn't see, I'm just going to answer the question myself. (laughs) 
And it's definitely the Philadelphia Eagles. The, the Bucks are exactly what we thought they were going to be. You know, Brady was 34-42. He had almost 300 yards, two touchdowns, interception. Fournette had a good game rushing, two, tu- two rushing touchdowns. The receivers, you know, AB, nine receptions. Howard had a big game. Fournette, good one. They all had good games. Uh, you know, Edwards only had two receptions, but, you know, there's only so many hands to go around. And, I mean, the Eagles defense did fine. They held the Bucks to 28 points, but they didn't do anything impressive. Um, that's, that's all I really have to say about that game. Right now, they're 2-4. and four. And, you know, if it wasn't for the Cowboys, I would say that division is still up in the air, but it just seems like right now it's going to be a one-horse race in that division. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I think it is the Cowboys division to lose at this point. Um, nobody else is really showing anything. We're not, we haven't talked about the other teams there yet, but I'm not too high on them either at this point. But yeah, I think it said more about the Eagles, especially since the Bucks lost yet another cornerback. Um, now they're down to, I mean, they're going to be stealing from everybody's practice mm-hmm. squad at this point. They've got nobody left. Even Sherman, who they brought in last week, is out now. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you don't play football for like six months and then you're first like you're with the team for like four days and they put you in starter minutes. Yeah. And I, I don't know if there's something in the water down there, but their secondary is just completely depleted. I don't know. I don't know when they're getting those guys back, but it could have like long term effects, you know, especially yep. come playoff time. If the the NFC is tough this year. So if the Bucks go into the playoffs with uh, a depleted secondary, they're going to be in big trouble, especially if they play somebody like uh, the Packers or the Rams who can throw the ball all over the place, even the Cardinals. I think they're in trouble if they don't get some guys healthy. Yeah, and I said we were going to do these games in order of when they aired, but the next game it's telling me to talk about is the Cowboys and the Patriots. <laughs> so same division, so we might as well stick with that game. Before I get to the question of the game, did uh, what, did you, what are your thoughts on this game? Um, well, first off, it was an awesome game. I watched every second of this. It kind of lagged in the middle, but like lagging isn't, isn't necessarily bad because like I enjoy watching defensive football also, but like all the points were basically the first quarter and then like the last like 10 minutes of the game. Yeah. I don't think it was so much of, is that it was a defensive game as that the offense is kind of stalled out. Um, I know the Cowboys offense is, is like world beaters right now. They're, it doesn't look like anybody can slow them down. Um, and the Pats defense, I mean, to hold the Cowboys to 35 with the way the Pats defensive looks so far this year is, I guess it's a step in the right direction. Dak did score a touchdown that they didn't call a touchdown. And then the next play, he fumbled it into the goal line. So, like, they could have possibly given up 42 points, which would have been a lot. Yeah. I was going to say Dak did. I don't know if it was Dak the most passing yards or just the most yards total against the Belichick defense ever this game. Like, I don't know. I was really impressed. I mean, I I was already impressed with the Cowboys, but I guess their defense wasn't necessarily, you know, an, an elite defense. Like the Patriots didn't have much problem moving the ball up and down the field. Um, Mac Jones before this game, he was like three for 17 on balls over like 20 yards. And he was, he was four for four this game. So obviously, like they weren't doing a lot to stop Mac Jones, but like they, the Patriots had no, no way to stop the offense. So like you know, they probably just been playing loose and <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and Mac 
let Mac like slowly march up and down the field. I mean, he's been doing that. I mean, granted, I saw him last week do it against our terrible defense, but it seems like they can do that. They can get down the field, but uh, they brought it up last week whenever I was watching the game that New England has the I think the worst red zone offense in the league so far this year. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not surprised. So in the Brady era, they ran more than anyone else in the red zone. Mm-hmm. They don't really have. I mean, Harris is fine, but he's. They don't really have like someone that can pound it in at the in the red zone and also they have like no all these receivers they brought in none are really red zone threats hunter henry is but like you know they brought in a Aguilar who's like a deep threat and they brought in Bourne, and they have myers who's never had a <laughs> touchdown as we talk about all the time um you know they don't really have a, a red zone threat at all so you know yeah they you're right they are like marching down the field like most weeks they're marching down the field the offense is looking pretty smooth from the 20 to the 20, they look like, uh, you know, the Patriots offenses we've seen in the last 10 years. But in that last 20 yards, they look nothing like, you know, what we're seeing, what we were used to with Tom Brady. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think you're totally right. And CeeDee Lamb is a monster. Yeah, he is. He was nine for 149 with two touchdowns. Um, I mean, the Patriots secondary isn't good, but this isn't an aberration. How bad was uh, Gilmore? To where they just gave him away for basically nothing with the way this so, secondary is looking. I I'm curious on. I mean, I don't know. I think it was more of like Belichick's ego because someone like held out against him and they asked him to take up. He was holding up for more money and instead they asked him to take to restructure his contract. <laughs> so like uh, when he said no, they they decided to cut him. I don't know how injured he was, if he was injured at all, if that was just a negotiation thing, or if he's like more injured, I guess we'll see. I think he can come back week eight, maybe. Um, so we'll see. Like they could have used him every week this season. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a total miscalculation by Belichick. It's not like it, they're I mean, if they have the the money this year, I don't understand what the issue is of giving him a pay bump, but I don't know. <laughs> is Belichick losing his fastball, you think? Well, I mean, he was never like he was never a great GM per se, um, but he did usually take care of the guys that he wanted to build around. Like plenty of guys left, but it was always the same core that stayed. And it seemed like Gilmore could have been in that core, but obviously not. Um, yeah. So the thing I want to ask you is: so Dak, he had 445 yards, three touchdowns. Where do you rank him in the? tier of quarterbacks um at this point right now i'd i'd say he's proven that he's not just a garbage time Mm -hmm. quarterback now he's actually putting up meaningful stats all throughout the game he's making smarter plays he's running when he needs to and he's getting Mm -hmm. out whenever he needs to i'd honestly i'd put him in the second tier right now i'd say it, it top tier is mahomes and allen for me and then second tier is a whole bunch of guys including him yeah, so like somewhere between like three and like seven, three and eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. I think what's impressed me most is he still has the athleticism. Like you said, he, when he needs to, he can make plays on his feet. But he's so much more of a pocket passer now. Like he's changed his game. Um, and I don't know if maybe that's something to do with like he's had injuries or he just like realized that he can be more effective doing it this way. Um, it's really impressed me how much of a pocket passer he's become without giving up the athleticism 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, I'm with you. I think it's funny because I can't remember the guy's name. I was listening to a podcast this week, and they're talking about some quarterback that the Cowboys wanted that got drafted in the fourth round, who I never heard of. Oh, I know exactly who you're so talking about. So they took him. So they took Dak instead. And like, I was thinking, like, man, this guy was like a, a late fourth round pick. Like, people don't talk about like. You know, Brady was like a sixth round pick and obviously like that was historic, but like Dak was pretty far in that draft. Yeah. You know, he was a he was a sec end of second or third day pick, and he's the probably the only other top ten quarterback that wasn't like a first one or two round pick. Yeah. I mean he's he took over from Roma, which was big shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. So that already is impressive. And then he I mean, despite what Cowboys fans will say, he he has been very good for them since he's took over as the the starter. Um, I know one of the things they complained about for a while, just because I'm surrounded by so many of them. I know what they talk about. They said they would complain about how he didn't run enough when like Mm -hmm. when the pocket was collapsing or something was going wrong. He would just stay in there and get sacked. So I know that's their thing right now is that they're loving that he's actually going out and making plays with his feet. As, yeah, as, oh, he's basically the opposite of Hertz. Who, anytime there's any kind of mm-hmm. pressure on him, he's going to take off and try and run with it. One last thing: the thing that really changed that game was the Randy Gregory sack. And I know, like, mm. he hasn't lived up to what his expectations are going to be. But that strip sack, um, it was recorded like the fastest, like from snap to QB hit in like NFL history. Yeah, it made me um, ooh out loud. Yeah, speaking of ooing, Bregman just hit a home run. Yeah, watching the game. No, I'm, I'm podcasting right now. I'm trying, trying yeah, not yeah, to watch. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm trying not to watch. I don't want to see it at this point, honestly. That, that's fair. I mean, I mean, anything is still happening because both pitching staffs are so bad. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I took the over after like I couldn't decide which team to to bet on. I bet on the over ten runs total. No, oh, it's bottom of the first. You got me excited for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they're still they're still leading. Yeah, but okay. So so yeah, fastest hit in football history. Um, the next thing we're gonna talk about it was the London game, mm-hmm. uh, which might have actually been the best game of the week. It's Two one and five teams now. <laughs> uh, Jacksonville twenty three, Miami twenty. Yes, thank God the Jaguars won. We're, yeah, we're one step closer to getting closer to top pick. Oh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Oh yeah. Um. So I think the so Jacksonville looked good. I mean, both teams looked pretty good. Um, Gasecki and Waddle looked really good. I'm like offended on how underused they're using Miles Gaskin. Like it's every other week where one week he's like a focal part of their offense, and then the next week they just don't use him at all. Mm-hmm. He's probably their most skilled running back. I think Brown's probably more of a move the chains plotter safer hold on to the ball better but right now they need like explosive players for the the jags i think all around they looked pretty good yeah i mean granted they were playing the dolphins who yep i mean they're one in five for a reason so far this year they've looked pretty terrible um yeah but i think the dolphins defense is respectable i wouldn't say i don't know if they're in the top half of defenses but I think it's more impressive what Lawrence did against the Dolphins defense than what Tua did against the Jacksonville defense. I think the Jacksonville defense is much worse than the Dolphins. Oh, certainly. Yeah, me and Bryce talked about it last week, how Lawrence has been getting incrementally better each week. I mean, it's not a lot. He's not, he doesn't look like rookie of the year or anything, and he doesn't look like the the uh, the greatest 
prospect to ever come out of college like people were saying Mm -hmm. but he is improving and i think that's all you can ask for especially on that team right now they're not yet going anywhere if nothing else like the confidence boost for a rookie quarterback on a bad team yeah to play well and to get a win like those two things don't happen the same week often on a team like the jaguars yeah and they've got they've got to save urban meyer's job yeah exactly so the question i want to ask is two of the answer in miami I don't think so. I really I don't. don't. Either. I think he's like done. A, like best case scenario, I see him like a game manager um, with a little bit of athleticism. And that's not like a. I don't know if that's necessarily a QB you rebuild around. That's like a QB you put on a roster that is already like ready to compete. And I think by the time this roster is good enough to compete, he's going to be on a second contract, and he's not going to be worth. The money they'd have to pay him to resign him. Yeah. Um. So okay. Yeah, I mean they're kind of in the same situation that my Texans are in, the Lions are in, a couple other teams are in, where we need a quarterback, we need to start building him up now, but there's not any quarterbacks coming down the pipeline right now that look like they're franchise savers. Mm-hmm. I think right now, if I was to flip a coin. If I was to like pick Tua or Davis Mills to go forward, like I don't know, it's not a runaway. Like I think people would have thought it was at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um. Like I think either like if someone told me Mills, I'm not gonna disagree with that. Like I see more upside than I see with Tua, but I think Tua has is safer. But like I in that scenario, I'd rather have the higher upside guy than just some safe guy that's just gonna, you know, like chip away. Yeah, I think it's way more impressive. I know it's, it may sound like a homer here, but I think it's way more impressive what Davis Mills is doing. I mean, his his one weapon is Brandon Cooks, and that's mm-hmm. that's not good because I've never been a big fan of his. I know he had a good couple of weeks to start the season, but I've never really liked him that much. He's literally, yeah. he's the entire, that's, that's our offense. We have Mark Ingram, who they run out there for a couple of plays and then stick him on the sidelines for, the rest of the quarter it's our our play calling and our game management has been rough but yeah honestly i think what davis has done has been really impressive for what he's got yeah and we'll get to them i think right they played this week yeah they're a couple oh, games yeah, away um yeah i guess i i am really i do like the offensive weapons that mammy has like the explosive like i said with gaskins and like gaseki and waddle like those are good cornerstone pieces to start with uh, i guess like yeah Gaskin is here or there. Um, mm-hmm. Like, he's replaceable. He's running back. But, like, I just think that with a good QB, they, I mean, the Bills are going to win the division. But, you know, with a good QB, they could be in the wild card hunt on, like, week 15, 16. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, but, okay. So, next we're going to talk about, I'm glad that Joanna and Steve aren't here. We're going to talk about the Packers and the Bears. Yeah. Nothing, I don't know. To me, this game was pretty boring it was a very boring game it, it was a good rivalry i really like what i saw khalil herbert the fifth round running back oh yeah i think like i don't know i don't i don't think he's worse than david montgomery not that montgomery's bad but herbert has like a lot of the things that i like in a running back um he's kind of like the the shifty guy who can find the holes and the lanes but he's quick enough but he's not super fast i don't know all they have hope for that team is the running game right now. The fields is not doing his wide receivers any favors. 
but also the team is not doing fields any favors. He's just getting destroyed. Yeah. Um, I mean, Mac probably had the biggest hit against him this season, but I think the second and third biggest hits this year against quarterbacks, both against fields. Yeah. He's getting, so. he's getting walloped out there, which is a yeah. shame. I mean, partly it's his fault because he's taking too long to make reads and uh, mm-hmm. throw the ball, but it's also the offensive line is bad. And Matt Nagy is a bad coach. I know the play calling is a little bit better with, um, I forget his name right now, the guy who took over for Nagy play calling. Yeah, I don't know. But I think Fields just looks like a rookie out there. Like, that's all it is. Yeah. If he, like, if he had a little Mac Jones in him, I'd feel better (laughs) that he wouldn't get killed. Just like getting the ball out fast. Yeah. Because they are trying, it looks seems like they're trying to set him up for big plays, and he's they're, they're just hanging out to dry right now. That offensive line is so bad, mm-hmm. and um, so it was a big comeback for. I, I guess it wasn't comeback, but it was like a game-winning touchdown for Aaron Rodgers. Um, he he gave a I own you to the <laughs> to the um, Chicago faithful. I like that kind of taunting. Um, I know I kind of talked about this on a post about um, was it Correa that did the the watch thing? Yeah, yeah, about Correa. How I said like sports. I said baseball needs more of that, but I think like sports in general need more of that. And I kind of think it's a douchey thing to do, but at the same time, like I still think it's good for the sport to have people like like to have the like to have villains for the Bears to have someone that to hate you know what I mean yeah oh they hate him they they he didn't need to do that for them to hate him <laughs> yeah no I know <laughs> what I mean the two things that are funny to me is one thing I think I, I mentioned this also that on the people changing the team ownership on Wikipedia I think that joke's like kind of played out yeah but also when people were trying to defend him which i don't think they have to defend him but saying oh a fan was flipping him off in the stands like do you know how many fans are flipping every player off in the stands all the time <laughs> yeah like that yeah like don't whine about that no the um, the the, the uh, perceived attack on him from from wisconsin fans was insufferable this weekend no oh, yeah. nobody was complaining about him doing that everybody was praising it <laughs> and then it was just a bunch of Wisconsin fans getting upset because they thought people were mad at him. Nobody was yeah, like Rogers for that. Yeah, like the discourse happened because they brought it up. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. That's funny. I even watched a few of the talking heads talk about it on Monday, and none of them were upset with it either. I don't know where this was coming from. Which is funny because I feel like that's just as bad as what Randy Moss did in Green Bay, and like they vilified Randy Moss. Yeah, when he fake mooned the crowd. Well, um, because like. There's a lot of guys who do that. Yep. No, I know. I watched a game. I think it was earlier this year. Jalen Ramsey picked off. It was when they were playing the Colts. He picked somebody off to end the game, whatever. And he spent the next like 30 seconds to a minute <laughs> running around the back of the end zone, waving goodbye to the fans. Yep. The Colts fans. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. well, well, while we're on it, like as since we're ta- talking about taunting anyways, two of my biggest pet peeves in football is like, the de- the offense makes a big play and then like 10 12 yards down the field a defender jacks them up and then they like celebrate like oh yeah as if the guy didn't get a first down or if they're like getting killed they're down by 20 and they get a sack and they like jump up and like do the the championship belt or whatever when yeah. they're like getting their asses kicked <laughs> yeah <laughs> um the next game we have the 4 and 2 Cincinnati Bengals yeah. beat up the Detroit Lions 
they looked great. Are the Bengals a contender, or was it just the the matchup against the lowly Lions? I wouldn't say they're a contender. <laughs> I don't think they're even close to that yet. But they are a decent team. Like they've they've got a few good pieces, and they're fun. They can beat up on the a team like the Lions, or God forbid, if we had to play them this year, they'd kick the shit out of us too. Um, but no, when they, if they're going to play somebody like the, the Ravens or, you know, the, if they played, they played a contender, they're going to get waxed. I'd say Mm -hmm. pretty handily other than when they, they should have beat the Packers. So when I say this, I'm not saying they're as good as the chiefs, but I see like the early part of when the chiefs were coming up where like they had, you see their offense coming up, but their defense is way behind. Mm -hmm. Um, like I don't think Burrow is going to be Mahomes, but you know they have Burrow, they have Mixon, they have three great wide receivers. The and the Uzam is fine. Like he's a he's a good tight end. He's above average. It's just their defense, in my opinion, that needs some catching up to do. I, I have a feeling they're going to make the playoffs this year. I don't know if they'll be able to keep up with any of the playoff teams like in the matchup, unless like they just get a super lucky matchup. Mm-hmm. But like I don't know, I'm I'm kind of into this Bengals team. It's like the most fun Bengals team I can remember, probably probably forever. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's certainly the most fun. They're way better than the the Red Rocket, uh, Andy Dalton mm-hmm. teams. The, the um, what were they called them? The one like the jail. Oh yeah, when they had perfect on there. Yeah, and they had at Pac-Man Jones, and they're all like yeah. getting arrested every week. Um, yeah. So, do we have anything to say about the Lions? Uh, I I don't want to uh, kick them while they're down. <laughs> yeah, you need to be, you need them to get a couple wins though. I do. Yeah. Well, at least one. Just get one win. What's disappointing is it seems like there is a number one prospect this year, and it's going to be like a defensive end. It seems like I think he goes. Yeah. Is it Oregon? Yeah, uh, Thibodeau. I think his name is something like that. Yeah. So I think even the race for number one this year, it's like maybe you'll get like. I don't. He's probably not even going to be Miles Garrett, but maybe you get like a Miles Garrett type like impact out of a defensive end. But it's not like they're going to be getting, you know. There's there's no. Well, I say this, but Mahomes was what 12th overall. Rogers was 24th overall. Um, yeah. But it just just doesn't seem like there's like a standout. Yeah. Well, for every Rogers and Mahomes, there's also a a, a Jake Locker and a yep. Blake Blaine Gabbert. So yep. I yeah, it's it's not a good year to have a good draft pick. I mean, for us, it doesn't matter. We need help at literally every position. Mm-hmm. So we can take what we get. And I think the Lions are pretty much the same way. They need help in every single aspect of the game. So it's not like we're, we have to really think about who we're going to pick. Just get the most talented guy. Um, for the Lions, definitely. That, I don't know one area that they excel at. Yep. So next we're going to talk about your Houston Texans versus the Colts. Uh Colts 31, Texans 3. Yeah. I'm still so torn on Wentz. Well, how are you torn on him? He Don't get too excited about this game. <laughs> well, I know. He he had good stats, but he also only threw the ball 20 times. But so when I talked about him, you know, it was on the fantasy show, the preview like we did before the whole season. Mm-hmm. I said like he might be a league winner. Every week except one, he's had over 20 points. So maybe I'm just looking at through my fantasy lens where I just see... So I'm putting up points. Yeah. Is he worse than like Daniel Jones 
or no. Baker Mayfield or yes. um I can't think of who else. Like okay, I, I was gonna say Tannehill, but he's worse than Tannehill. Okay, so maybe he's like twentieth. <laughs> um, maybe even lower than that. I don't know. You're not gonna win a Super Bowl with him. No, th- no, I I agree with that. Um, but you're also you might, not gonna win a playoff game. You might if he's your quarterback and he gets hurt, and then you have Nick Foles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. So Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, I love. He's a stud. It's yeah. good to see Ty come back. He came back just in time to kick our ass again. I know he actually. <laughs> I didn't expect him to be good anymore. One thing with Wentz, it, and also he's coming back from an injury. Uh, there's a lot of good options on that team, but he he looked like he didn't miss a beat. Well, he always he always plays really really well against us. That's why I just said that he just yeah. he came back just in time to play us, and he's probably going to be hurt until we, we play them again. That's just what he does. He kills us. So, do you have anything to talk about with with the Texans? Uh, nothing good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Davis Mills is trying his best out there. God bless him. Um, he's not getting favors from anybody on the team. Um, some of the David Cully shine is starting to wear off for me a little bit. He makes a lot of questionable decisions throughout the game. He makes weird fourth down calls where, you know, we're we're going to punt the ball on like 38 or whatever on mm-hmm. the, their 38. But then we're going to go for it on our own 30 or something mm-hmm. like that. Like He just his decisions don't make any sense. And I, I know it's his first head coach job, but. Maybe he'll get better. I don't know. There's there's not a lot of hope for this season. Let's just say, for the sake of the argument, that Mills is the guy going forward. If you mm-hmm. were to like, if your team had to upgrade one other position besides quarterback, like if you're like we have to put most of our focus on this position, what do you think would be like the most helpful? Honestly, I would probably go secondary at the moment. Our secondary looks pretty rough. Although we've made a few plays, it's really the area that needs the most improvement. Our defensive line makes plays on the ball they 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 get they get off the line pretty well but i mean they're not nobody on there's jj watt yeah so we could honestly use help there our linebackers are are decent i'd say except they cut merciless yeah well he hasn't done anything (laughs) in five years i know he was he was really good for a while but he he had a couple years he just disappeared he had like some injury issues right yeah, he always was hurt. Yeah. But I mean, he would come up, he would make one big play a game, even, you know, it at his peak, he would make one big play a game. And then for every one big play, he'd let a million tailbacks go around him on the edge. So he he was fine for, you know, when we were in our heyday, when we had him and Watt and the the rest of the Bulls on parade. But our defense is a shell of itself. And I mean, we cut him, we cut... um Shoot, we just cut somebody else too the other day, and they were kind of a a longer standing player. Can't think of it right now, but I think that's we're just trying to lose games now. We realize that we're getting too close to winning some of these games, so we're now we're trying to to, to lose a little bit more. Yeah, but just just real quick on Davis Mills, I do think he has potential to be the guy. Yeah, I think he's better than taking another shot, wasting a pick on a quarterback under these next couple drafts because it doesn't look like anybody coming out anytime soon is going to be good mm-hmm. there's the OU guy who just came in uh caleb williams took over for rattler he looks good but he's a freshman um the guy at old miss he looks okay but none of these guys are really doing anything that davis mills can't do i mean he was number one 
prospect coming out of high school mm-hmm. before he blew out his ACL. Uh, did it again in Stanford, so that's why he dropped down a lot. But he's, I mean, he's he's a good enough quarterback, and I think with the right amount of tutelage, he can be a pretty good guy behind, under center. Yeah, and like he is like pro, he's like the prototypical quarterback where you can see you can see the different career arcs he could take. Um, and you know, there's there's some good arcs in there that could definitely be someone with his skill set. Yeah, how they can thrive. So, I think it, at worst he, he could be a a Derek Carr. Yeah, you know, if he reaches his potential, he could. That yeah. I think that I think that's a great comparison. Um, he does he does really well getting out of the pocket and making a play out of the pocket, which he's going to need to do. Yeah, I was going to say, which is great for this year. <laughs> yeah, he's going to need to behind our offensive line. We lost Tunsil for a few weeks because he had thumb surgery. Um, yeah, I I see the potential with them. It's just a matter of can he reach that with this team? Mm-hmm. So next we're going to go to LA, the Rams. They beat the Giants 38 to 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about the Rams first. Please. They look great. Um, yeah. I, they have possibly the best defense in football. Um, and the offense is, I would say, top five. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it just, just by the eye test, it seems like they have a top five offense. Mm-hmm. Are they the best team in the West? No. No? You stick with the Cardinals? Oh, I'm sticking with the Cardinals. We're we're not talking about them yet, but yeah, absolutely. No, I I think the West playoffs are going to be really entertaining this year. Yes. I don't know about the East yet. (laughs) Uh, We'll get to the Bills and Chiefs a little later. But yeah, yeah, the Giants, I mean, they didn't have Saquon, but that's not going to... You know, maybe they would have only lost by twenty if they had Saquon. You know, yeah. Booker looks like garbage. Tony got hurt. He, you know, had that big week last week. I don't know what happened to Evan Ingram. He, He's got Daniel Jones for a quarterback. That's yeah, what happened. Yes, like. So I mean, yeah. I've been asking you to like rank all these quarterbacks. Daniel Jones, is he like twenty fifth around there? I mean, yeah, that's probably generous. Like, would you rather have Sam Darnold or Daniel Jones? Oh, Sam Darnold. Like, going forward, would you have Kirk Cousins as your quarterback of the future or Daniel Jones? Of the future? Probably Jones, but currently Cousins. Yeah, yeah. Well, even in the future, I don't know. I don't know how old Cousins is. That's true. What about Goff? Uh... That's like the line right there. I think I'd probably go Goff. Yeah, I think but I'd still go off there. Jones does have the rushing ability. Um, all right, one last one, Matt Ryan. For the future? Yeah, for both. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Matt Ryan has at least won a game. Yeah. Yeah, but I think we're kind of on the same page where he's definitely in the la- in the bottom like five of yeah. starting quarterbacks. How did they play him this week? when i looked up i saw that he was playing and then the but the last thing i saw of him before that was him stumbling around like he just left the bar i know because they don't hold quarterbacks to the same standards that they hold other players at when it comes to getting them on the field that was crazy who is his backup how bad is his back oh it was glennon that's right yeah and like and it's it's glennon that much worse yeah what are they what are they playing for 
Everybody yeah. else is out. Uh, Barkley's out. Um, you said Tony was out. Did he get hurt this week? He, he got hurt. Like he had three catches, and then he got hurt. But they don't have. They didn't have Galladay. Um, they didn't have. They had Sterling Shepard back, but they didn't have Slayton. So like half their offense is gone. But like I don't even think. Um, Glennon's that much worse. I mean, he's worse, but I don't think he. Like they probably would have still put up eleven points with Glennon. I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, what they should have just punted on this one, but I know. Next game, Kansas City Chiefs, big win, thirty-one points over Washington, thirteen. Mm-hmm. But it's a very deceiving score. I know Mahomes had another really ugly interception. Yeah, a couple of them. It's like every every week now he has one ugly interception, and then he also always has one uh, either amazing touchdown pass or like some weird shuffle type touchdown pass. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was deceiving it. Th- to me, it seemed closer than it was. I mean, I yeah, guess, yeah, it was much closer. Yeah. I guess KC got two touchdowns in the f- fourth quarter. So, you know, that it was a three point game until then. Mm-hmm. Do we think, so if Joanna was here, she'd be all about, Tyler Haneke, but do you think his job's safe when Fitzpatrick comes back? Yeah, I I, I don't think Fitzpatrick's going to do anything to move the needle for him at that point. So I think he's if he's not out for the year, he's out for most of the year. Yeah. So Old at that point, hip. yeah, it's his hip. So if he comes back, how much can he honestly do? Half know. of his thing is his explosive plays that he will luck into, and like um, one sack getting laid on like landed on on your hip once and you're done that's it yeah and so, i don't think heineke's the problem i think he's he's okay he he makes a couple of dumb plays but think about it. he's he's still a young guy too he's kind of like hurts where he's a young guy he hasn't had very much time in the league um i know age wise he's not that young but experience wise he's pretty young so the next Man, okay, so this is the this is Washington's upcoming schedule. Okay. Uh at Packers, at Broncos, at home versus the Bucks, at Panthers, Seahawks, Raiders, Cowboys, Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles, Giants. Are we ready to say that they're out of the playoffs? What's their record right now? Right now they're two and four. Yeah, I'd say they're out. Yeah. So I... they've gotta they gotta play the Cowboys twice, they gotta play the Bucks in there. Yep. I don't know if they beat the Panthers. I don't know what to think of the Panthers right now. But And Seahawks, yeah. I guess, depends on if Russ is playing. But Gino didn't look terrible. <laughs> no, he didn't look terrible. He didn't look good, but he didn't look terrible. And that defense is bad. So, I mean, yeah. they have a shot in that one. And then the Chiefs. I think there's been a back and forth between them and the Bills on who's the best team in the AFC. Did this week solidify one team or the other? Mm, not between either of them, because I don't think the Chiefs win was impressive against Washington. Like we talked about, Mahomes has been making a lot of dumb plays. He can't do that kind of stuff if, when it comes to the playoffs, mm-hmm. especially when he's playing people like, you know, he's playing the Ravens, he's playing the Bills. He's not going to get away with the same kind of crap like that as he does against Washington. Right now, I am I might even put the Ravens above the Chiefs. At the moment, yeah. Like I, I mean, After I, this week, anyway. Yeah, I don't believe in the Ravens defense but i still think it's better than the chiefs defense <laughs> oh yeah um and like holly brown his oh i guess we'll we'll get to the we'll get to the ravens so mm-hmm. next we got 
the Vikings 34, the Panthers 28. I'm still in on Sammy D. Um, he played like shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's three weeks in a row now, Mike. But he led the team back in a comeback. Um, like they were down the whole game. And the second half, he just he just led them to force overtime. I don't know. I st- I still believe. Um. So, I mean, his last three games, I guess his last two games, he he had a good game three weeks ago. His last two games, he had the Eagles and the Vikings. He combined for like 400 yards combined for two weeks and like a passing percentage under 50%. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't been doing good lately. He's missing McCaffrey, but I don't want to like, if you're so dependent on one player that it make or breaks how good you are, then it means you're not good. <laughs> oh, you don't hear, don't let Joanna hear you say that because then we're going to talk about Tannehill. Oh, yeah. He completely oh. dependent on Henry. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I agree. And I don't know. So if we're going back to the my quarterback ranking again. Would you rather have Tannehill going forward or rather have Darnold? Um, so I think Tannehill's like 29, Darnold's 24. Yeah, I I still see the potential with Darnold. You know, you saw it in the first few weeks. I know he wasn't playing the best competition, but I still think he had, like, if he has the right system around him, then I think he can be successful. What about um, who we talked about earlier, Daniel Jones? Uh, Sam Donald or Daniel Jones? Yeah. I'm, I'm taking Darnold. Of what about uh, Jared Goff? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Darnold. I have him right in the middle, honestly. Yeah. Like, as far as QB rankings go, I've got him right there around the Baker Mayfield here. I do too for like for potential. Mm-hmm. Um, like Obviously, I don't think he's necessarily – a top quarterback right now but but like if you combine where he is now with what he could be like i see him like right around the middle so like i'm with you there yeah the vikings three 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 and three you know big win against carolina's people have been at least believing in their defense we were yeah but yeah now they're kind of getting exposed what are your thoughts on on the vikings um, I, I still, mean, <laughs> I've said this every week. I still have no idea. Yeah, because every single week they're playing. It's it's a down to the wire. The last second win every single week, or win or loss. Yeah. So yeah. this is something that I noticed with the Patriots, and now that you bring it up, uh, it's with the Vikings too. Like these, both these teams just play so much to their competition. Like they could play the best team in the league and hang with it, and they could play the worst team in the league and hang with it. Like. <laughs> Yeah, they should have lost to the Lions last week, yep. and now they're beating the Panthers this week, in, you know, by six points in overtime. But and like, I guess yeah. that's fun to watch. But uh, you know, if you want to win consistently, that's no way to to have your team. Yeah, it's not good for your health to to watch a team like that. God bless you, Vikings fans. This is the first time. I don't know if I said this on a podcast or said this in our group thread that it's the first time in like a long time where. I have absolutely no fear of like facing the Vikings defense. Yeah. I don't know why, like I can't think of what changed, but just well, like they're old. Yeah. Maybe that's just it. They, they just have been pumping up the same guys for a decade. Yeah. So, yeah. They don't when you know, all those guys were in their heyday, Harrison Smith, uh, Daniel Hunter, all them. They're not the same players that they once were. They're still good, but they, they also lost a lot of the guys that they used to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I don't, I don't think their defense is anywhere near what it needs to be in order for Kirk Cousins to be successful. Especially when they have a running back like that, like they're they have big plays, but well, when he plays, 
they're more of like a no i know they're they're more of a ball control offense where you think that would make defenses look better um yeah. like that's probably what makes the patriots defense look better than it actually is it's probably the, once again the same with the vikings or it should be same with the vikings but i feel like it's not for some reason maybe there's that bad yeah offensively if they don't have cook out there they're kind of done i know madison is he's a serviceable replacement but He's just not the same well, thing. Even that, even the receivers, they they've been up and down this year. They they've mm-hmm. they've had good games individually, but it's like not consistent on who's having good games when, or even like that one of them has a good game each game. So, yeah. So next we're moving on to your Los Angeles Superchargers, <laughs> six points against the Ravens, thirty-four points. Yeah. Um, and like I say that jokingly because. I don't think this is a lot of... Well, it does say something with the Chargers, but I still think the Chargers are good. I just think that the Chargers' defense is built to con- contain the outside, put pressure on passing downs. They're not a defense that's like can stop the run up the middle. Yeah. And since all the Ravens have are these old, lunky running backs, like, like this game, Devontae Freeman, Latavius Murray, and Le'Veon Bell all got touchdowns. Like It's like yeah. 2010. Yeah. And it's just like... It's just the worst possible matchup for the Chargers, and so it's possible that they won't have to face a team like that again. But these teams might meet in the playoffs, or they might not. They're both going to make the playoffs. Yeah, and I mean, this was a Lamar revenge game. This is the team that he lost to in the playoffs when everybody was started calling him playoff Lamar. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right. The Chargers' defense is awful against the run. Um, I think, as much as I love them and I want them to succeed this year. I think that's going to bite them in the ass, especially come playoff time. Because teams are going to figure that out pretty quickly. Look at the guys they're going to be playing against. And, well, I mean, other than the, the Chiefs don't really have a run game, but, you know, the Bills will run the hell out of the ball mm-hmm. with Allen and Singletary. Yep. Ravens are going to run the hell out of the ball. Titans. Titans. Browns, if they make it. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is one of those teams that, you know, I mean, it's kind of like the Ladinian Tomlinson times where, like, they're always going to get there, but they're always going to find ways to not go all the way unless they can shore up like they were never able to, to shore up certain parts of their teams with the charges back then hopefully yeah. they learn their lesson obviously it's a different administration but god i hope i hope herbert's not the next phil rivers that'll break my heart if he's just good every year and they never do anything yeah i mean yes i can definitely see that happening but there's worse things to be than philip rivers um absolutely and like i wonder it's it's tough to say because like who knows what it had to do with stuff around him. I mean, he had some all Hall of Fame players on his offense, but, mm-hmm. you know, theoretically, he could have the same exact career and, and win one when Rivers didn't just because, like, fluky things happen each year, you know? Yeah. But I mean, the, the AFC is a crapshoot this year, so who knows? He's still, out of, like, the young quarterbacks, he's still got to be, like, this one week didn't really sour me off him too much. Mm-hmm. I was, I had, um, in one league, I have Dak, and I was trying to trade him in another him for Herbert in a in a lesser piece. But like now, I'm a little more weary of that. But just because Dak had such a, a giant game compared to Herbert, but yeah, I, I mean, wouldn't trade. Yeah, Dak's a fantasy darling, so I yeah. wouldn't do that. So, uh, what about the Ravens? They're good. As much as I hate to admit it, I wanted to fight it as long as I could. But yeah, they they look good. What's like scary is that. Lamar didn't have that good of a game, and he still had a really good game. Uh, like yeah. he only had 167 yards, and he only had one touchdown. He had two interceptions. 
he only ran 51 yards, so he combined for 215 yards or something around there. Yeah. And they still put up this huge game, and their defense isn't that good. Yeah, I, I think it was just a bad matchup week this week for the Chargers. That's all it was. Is that They got behind because of the run game, and then the Ravens could just keep running it because mm-hmm. the Chargers can't stop it. So I, I do think that they're above the Chiefs now in my eyes because I don't see any... like I, I have more faith in the Ravens slowing down the Chiefs' offense a little bit than I do of the Chiefs slowing down the, the Ravens' offense at all. Yeah, that's that's fair. Especially like... They're gonna get their running game sorted out. Yeah. If this week was the worst case scenario, they had, you know, Devontae, he had fifty three yards. He had five point nine yards carry. Latavius had four point nine and Le'Veon had two point three. Whatever, Le'Veon's out of it. But like those those other two are not happening again. They're not repeating those performances the rest of this year. I don't know. With Lamar in the game, it's always gonna open up some running lanes. Like, I don't know if they're gonna have that many yards but i could see the average running per run being between like 4.5 and 5 yards a run because there's going to have these lanes because defenses have to focus on lamar and he's going to do rpos and stuff like that but i don't know i think they're going to figure something out uh maybe tyson will finally do something but Le'Veon bell looked weird he was wearing number 17 and he looked really skinny like when he went in i'm like do they have a different player named bell i don't know (laughs) Um, do you want to get on to the next one? Yeah, your other your other team. Yeah, my uh, other team. I'm excited to talk about them. That's why I was six and zero Arizona Cardinals, thirty seven. Yes. The Cleveland Browns, fourteen. Yes. What do, What do you got to say? Uh they're for real. Yeah. I think anybody doubting on them has to has to recognize now the Cardinals are for real. Putting up thirty seven against that Browns defense, very impressive. I I don't know why James Conner's getting more touches than Chase Edmonds though. I think it's just his name at this point, or maybe he's he's good. Is he better at you know the passing game than Edmonds is? I think I, I think he's a better blocker, and I think he's also uh, better at ball security. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why it's just Chase Edmonds is so much more explosive. But maybe they like they don't need him to be explosive, I guess. So maybe that's all they need out of a running yeah, back. They've, they've got a quarterback for that already. They yeah. don't need running back for it too. Yeah, I think they're. I mean, they're awesome top to bottom. I, I I've been saying this for weeks, and everyone's been saying no. Like, I think Murray is the front runner for MVP. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's between him, Henry, and Lamar. Yeah, I think. And like, obviously, Henry is having an amazing season, but for him to get MVP, he's gonna have to like keep this up the entire year, which is possible for him. I do want to say I got a lot of heat shitting on Baker this week. I don't like. I think he's overrated. Well, he's also hurt. No, I know. I just like in general, though he he's closer to a game manager than people think. Um, I think people think he's like this huge playmaker. When no, he's certainly not. He he's like he's good. Don't get me wrong. Um, he's a quarterback that can bring you to the playoffs. I don't know. Like, I don't know if there's a, a team this year that he could go on that could win the Super Bowl. Like there's I don't think there's a team good enough defensively that like having Baker as your starting quarterback can win you the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'd probably agree with that. Like, I don't think there's any team defensively that could do that. Like if these two quarterbacks switch teams, uh, well the Cardinals would probably have like three or four wins probably. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, if they're lucky. And Kyler Cle- is that team. And Cleveland will probably have five wins instead of three. Like, yeah, I don't know. Just looking at, like, I'm just looking at all the scores, like, of who the top teams are. Like, the Ravens would be worse. The Chargers would be worse. Like, maybe, like, Washington maybe could make the playoffs with him as their quarterback, but I don't think they could this year. Like, I don't know. He's he's no. a fine quarterback. I would just rather, like, I think the, the thing I was bringing up was that I'd, ra- I'd rather, I just asked if people thought, if people are so sure that Baker's better than Darnold. And, like, right now, sure. But, like, if I was going forward, I'd rather take a shot. Like, this is the same thing I said about David Mills. Davis Mills. I'd rather take a shot on a guy that has higher upside than t- taking a guy like Baker, who is fine and it's probably good for Cleveland because they just haven't had a good quarterback in forever. It's good to have a consistently good quarterback who can make the compete every year. But if my goal is to win a Super Bowl, I want someone with higher upside. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Bryce have talked about it a lot as you know, we've been debating whether or not we think the Browns should sign him to, you know, the, the big deal. Yeah. That's, that's tough because he is going to, he's like, it's always, they're always going to be like the highest paid quarterback like when the newest contract comes up yeah so like he's gonna be making Mahomes money and oh yeah he's getting paid yeah when that comes they're not gonna be able to afford Tyreek Hill Odell Beckham those running backs um uh Miles what's his name Miles Garrett Miles Garrett like they're gonna have to draft really well if they're gonna pay him that money but I guess like that whole draft class, I think Allen's the only one that really deserves. Was that even the same draft class that was, right? Josh Allen. Uh, I don't know. I always get my draft class. Me too. Up, so I'm the wrong person to ask about that. I'm looking at him now. This, this sounds right. But I really do. I think the Cardinals have to be. Earlier you asked me if the Rams were the favorite in the West. I really think it's the Cardinals. Very clearly. I mean, they already beat the Rams head to head. I honestly, I think. At this point, I could see them challenging the Bucks for the, the NFC. I think they could come out of the NFC and go to the Super Bowl if if they can keep it up. If Kyler can stay healthy, I think they match up really well with a lot of the other teams in the NFC. That them playing the Bucks is going to be a slobber knock. That's going to be hell of a game. Oh yeah. So I got the uh, draft class right here, right? Okay. Tell me, just going forward, who you'd rather have? So the first one's Baker. Um. So he was drafted first, drafted third overall with Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. Who would you rather have going forward? I'd still rather have Baker. Drafted seventh, Josh Allen. Well, Josh Allen for sure. Drafted tenth, Josh Rosen. <laughs> no, yeah, I'd rather have Baker. Drafted thirty second, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, you got to go, Lamar. So, so I think the I think the only two in that draft class that earned the max there's no like max contract, but like that super contract is yeah. Lamar and Allen. Yeah, I wouldn't give it to Baker or Darnold. Um, if you get them like twenty mil, I'd be okay with that. But he even, even that's that. like a lot for them to live up to. Yeah, he ain't taking that deal. Yeah, no, I know. And like he's gonna go somewhere, and someone's gonna give him a ton of money. And maybe if it's like a team that's already built to win, you know, maybe it'll be an okay fit. But mm-hmm. you know, those those teams don't come around too often. I don't know. I can see the Broncos taking a shot at him. I know we're yeah, talking about I mean, Netflix, but I mean that's just one team right there. Yeah, and like if they had him this year, maybe they'd be four and two instead of three and three. But that's our next game, actually. The the Raiders 
four and two. The Broncos three and three. Um, Raiders win thirty four to twenty four. Yep. This is the first game without Gruden. Didn't look too bad. No, I mean they're still a talented team. They were good before him. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he was the difference maker on that team ever at any point. Um, I mean they just have a lot of talent. They're, you're bound to when you draft high for enough years in a row. But yeah, I think David Carr is not David Carr. I always mix that up. Derek Carr is really hitting his stride now. Um, he's at a point in his career where he's kind of this. This is who he's going to be. This is best as he's going to get. Mm-hmm. And I think is is now is as good as time as any. They've got enough talent around him for the most part. Um, defense looks okay. Offense has its moments, but it's still it's it's the Chiefs and Chargers division to lose. But the Raiders are are a fun little story. Let's see how they do without him. Yeah, like I can, they could make a pretty good run in the playoffs. I think. I don't know. Like it's gonna be tough because, well, the the AFC in general, it's like really a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Like I could see any of the top teams losing to a Raiders, but I couldn't see it happening like three weeks in a row of like you know wild card and then each round. Um, yeah. But like they could beat any of the playoff teams, I think, and it, yeah. would, it wouldn't be shocking. But uh, seeing them do it multiple weeks in a row against those teams would be would be tough. Yeah, I I don't believe in them that much. I still think they've they're missing a few. You know, they don't have a game breaker. They've got they've got Derek Carr. They need some pieces around mm-hmm. him. A few more pieces. I know Josh Jacobs is good. He's a lot of fun. I love Josh Jacobs, but I don't think he's he's yeah, not going to carry it. They have a lot of like B pieces, and they don't have like an A piece. Exactly. Um, yes. Which is which is an okay place to have like I like probably talked about this before like the patriots you know they always had like all those like b's and c's and they said mm-hmm. the depth like this team has a lot of depth but at a certain point like if you don't have the absolute go-to superstar on offense you need your quarterback to be that guy and like Derek Carr's probably not like put them on my shoulders type of guy no um so yeah i think you're right there and then denver Oof. yeah i mean they put up 14 points in the fourth quarter so it wasn't as close as it seemed they, I want to say they put up a good comeback, but they still lost by ten. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. They're they're like caught in limbo right now, where they're not bad enough to be like a tanking team, and they're not good enough to make a playoff run. Yeah, like, I, and that's kind of like the the story of Teddy's career, right? Unfortunately, yeah. Ever since his injury in Minnesota, I think he had all the potential in the world in Minnesota, but. After his knee, I think mm-hmm. he was never the same after that. And, like, I think, like, worst case scenario for Baker is, like, he could be Teddy Bridgewater. Um, like, worst case. So Yeah, that's, that's bad. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if Teddy's that bad, but he's not. <clears throat> he's going to keep you relevant, but he's not going to win you any games. Um, and I feel like at least Baker can win you a couple games. I don't know. There's nothing exciting to say about this game. Fant looks good. Um, Javante Williams, I've been waiting for them to unleash him, but Gordon's just cutting into his... Like, that's the thing. I guess if you're in their situation, would you want to see what the kid's got, or would you rather save his legs for when you can compete? I'd save him. There's no yeah. point in running him out there, you know, 20 times a game when you're obviously not going to push for anything. 
you only had there's is a very small shelf life. Yep. With running backs now, I mean, look what happened to Barkley. He looked like he was going to be uh, a big name in the league for years and years to come, but now it looks like I don't know if he'll ever be able to stay healthy because the Giants just ran him into the ground. Oh, I see. I didn't even add the the Bills Titans game to the spreadsheet. Whoops. No, it's all right. All right. So next we have Sunday night Steelers Seahawks. Uh, Steelers twenty three, Seahawks twenty. Yeah. This is an ugly game. <laughs> Do you think uh, Geno Smith is worse than Ben Roethlisberger? Uh, yeah. Let's see, I'm not so sure. It's his first game playing on a That's team. A he, what's that? Yeah, I was gonna say first game playing on a team he hasn't been on long. Whereas, yeah. you know, Ben knows this team's the back of his hands, and he still put up twenty nine yard, uh, two hundred twenty nine yards, and one touchdown. Hmm. I think physically Gino still has more in the tank than Ben does just because mm-hmm. he's taking less punishment uh, than Ben has. But I think still like quarterback wise, skill wise, I still think Ben is a better quarterback. Do you think the Steelers would be a better team if they had Minshew instead of Big Ben? Absolutely. What about- <laughs> well, you know, I'm a, I'm a big Minshew believer, so that's not a fair question to ask me. Well, I was trying to think of like which... Uh... Like, is Ben the the worst starting quarterback? No. I'm just looking at, like, the passing yards right now. Would you rather have Jameis Winston or Ben? Oh, I'd rather have Jameis. But I'm a sucker for Jameis. I think, so, would you rather have, just to go back to your example that we keep going to, would you rather have Daniel Jones or uh, Big Ben at this point? I'd rather have Daniel Jones. Would you? I think, I mean, he, he might not, I don't know, like, which one's more accurate, but he can throw it further downfield. He can run it if he needs to. Well, yeah, but he can also stumble. <laughs> I know. I don't know if Daniel Jones would give this team any more wins than they have, though. Um, no. But I would just I would feel more comfortable going into any game with someone who could. Like, he can have huge games and he have stinkers. Ben's never going to have a huge game again. Maybe this year he might have one, like, four-touchdown game. Yeah. It's like kind of sad to watch. <laughs> like just talking about this game is like such a bummer. And it was a rip. I don't understand how this was the Sunday night game. They couldn't flex this. <laughs> yeah. And well, especially once Russ went down, like you would have think that it would have been a perfect flex. Put the Cowboys yeah, that, and Patriots. Cowboys there. Patriots. That's exactly what I was looking at. That so, would have been a good one. Cardinals the, Browns. That Cardinals. I mean, the Cowboys Patriots was the highest rated Fox game, whichever channel is on. Um, since like 2005. That's the two biggest uh, bandwagon fan bases. Yeah, exactly. Like they could put that here instead of Geno Smith and first Ben Roethlisberger. Absolutely. Um, Alex Collins came out of nowhere and looked good. Like he, I swear he wasn't even in the league last year. Yeah, he's had a good few weeks in a row. Besides that, like Harris, they just pounded to the ground. He had 81 yards, but it took 24 carries. I think he's going to have a short career. Like we were talking oh, about yeah. in, uh, in the other game. I think he's going to get ran into the ground and be out of the league within five years. Yeah, I, I worry about that too. The way that the Steelers use their running backs is not good for the running back business. <laughs> yeah, I'm shocked that Connor has anything left to give the, the Cardinals, but yeah, he's still yeah. got a little bit there. Do you have anything at all that you want to say about this game? Like, are we just moving on? <laughs> yeah, I had nothing to say okay. about this game. So lastly, Monday night, Bills 31 Titans, 34. Yeah. 
great game by everyone. Great game by Josh Allen. Great game by Derrick Henry. The wide receivers had good games. The Bills running backs didn't really, but they never do. Even like these were, well, I wouldn't say they're too good defense. The Bills defense is really good. Mm-hmm. And they still got run over by Derrick Henry. 143 yards, three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, he also had two receptions for 13 yards. Tannehill. Mm-hmm. Hit so, me with it. Well, I was saying the same thing I was saying about Darnold. You know, he also had Adam Gase. I think yeah. I mentioned this earlier, and you commented something um, that, like, I think Tannehill is what. Uh, I'm sorry. I think Josh Allen is what Tannehill. They thought Tannehill was going to be when they drafted him, and I think just bad. He's had bad coaches his whole career. Like right now, this might be his best coach, and it's fucking. Um, what's his name? Linebacker. John no. Oh, 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 Vrabel. Yeah, Sorry. Mike Vrabel. Like that that might be his best coach he's had so far in his career. Like that's sad. Yeah. But I've all, I I mean, I watched him in college cuz he w- he went to A&M. Mm-hmm. He was a he was a receiver his yep. freshman year and then he got converted um once JJ graduated. And he was never anything special there. Like we've had quarterbacks come coming through there who look like you know, they were the greatest every new quarterback looks like the greatest A&M quarterback ever. And even he was, you know, with everything around him, he was kind of, he was average at best, which has been his entire career. He's been average at best. Would you rather have him or Jalen Hurts? At this point, I think I'd take Tannehill right now over Jalen Hurts, but I think Jalen Hurts in the future could be good with the right. What um, about um, Derek Carr? I'd take Derek Carr. Kirk Cousins. Oh, there him Baker. Those three Baker, Tannehill, and Cousins are like those are pushes for me. They're all basically the same quarterback in my mind. Yeah. So this was a pretty good game. Bills took a loss. Are they still mm-hmm. top in the AFC? I think so. They're allowed a stinker or two here and there. I think so too. Is are the Titans? Are you how confident are you that they're a playoff team? Oh, they're going to win the division. You think? No doubt. Oh yeah, I guess I guess so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're they're going to win this awful division, but beyond that, I don't think I don't think they're going to do anything in the playoffs. Yeah, it's they're another team that thinks to be so matchup dependent because like you're saying earlier that everything runs through Derrick Henry. And also like he's been really fortunate with the amount of hits he gets that he doesn't miss more time. And obviously he's a tank, so he, he he's built to not miss as much time, but it's eventually going to catch up with him. Um, it might not happen this year, though, so maybe that will be the case, and, and they can ride him. But if he goes down, their team is toast. Like, there's no other non-quarterback in the league that I could see going down that would have such an impact as Derrick Henry. So wouldn't that be a very good case for him to be MVP? Well, I said no other non-quarterback. I think there's plenty of quarterbacks that could go down and have just as big as impact, but... I think just him being in the conversation as like top three right now is already like that says a ton about him. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know he could win it if he ha- he'd have to get to two thousand, right? Yeah, oh yeah, he'd have to have like five games like this <laughs> where he ha- has like over one hundred thirty yards and three touchdowns, and it's possible. Well, so far, so good. Yeah, like I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying it's not totally likely he's gonna win, but there's definitely a an arc in which he can win the MVP. Yeah. 
if you've got good odds on him, I'd say take it right now. Yeah, hold on. I wonder if I can look up what the odds are. Throw some money on him real quick. You know, if if the numbers are right, if it's if it's close to favorite or even odds, I wouldn't go anywhere near it just because. Oh, I bet like you. I bet you won't be even just because. Um. No, not even. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. If I can see future odds here, futures, MVP. I can't even. I don't see listed. Yeah. Well, then definitely, <laughs> if you if you could find anything on that, I would say take that. But yeah, I mean, he's. I mean, there's not much more you could say about him. This this kind of me and Bryce had this problem when we were talking about them playing the Jags last week. We were like, well, what else do we say? He's he's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's great. Um, I was shocked that they beat the Bills. I did think the Bills were going to handle that pretty easily just because the Titans' defense is so bad. Yeah, but that's what surprised me the most. Buffalo's still Buffalo, too, though, so they're going to have those games. I mean, they lost to the Steelers in week one, so I don't... I, that's the only thing that gives me pause whenever I try and decide, you know, between the Bills and, you know, the Ravens or the Chiefs as the, the top dog in the AFC. It's because every one of these teams in the AFC has a dumb game, mm-hmm. at least at least one dumb game. Yep. Um, anything else catch your eye this week before we wrap it up? Um, not yet. I'm excited to do the uh, potential other pods. Yeah. This week, looking forward to those. Um, yeah, I didn't have anything this week. It was kind of a depressing week again. For I know. Me and football, and like I did so good on gambling, and then Monday night with the titans winning like it messed up oh. all, all my winnings oh a&m won again yeah so whoopee for me perfect yeah so hopefully i'll have this up tomorrow this might take a lot of editing because of these waves are going crazy speeds but i'll let you know what's up and uh i'm excited for for the overstated uh nfl group yes we'll get the launch up whenever you get this episode up it'll be hell yeah fun stuff. all right talk to you later man all right see ya.